Welcome to Sports and More with HTP. Tonight we have Hilly, Teabag, and Perk. Hilly's got our three-point rundown for us. Uh, tonight we're going to cover the Celtics-Cavs game. We're going to go over some weird news. Uh, IndyCar driver gets robbed at Taco Bell, and uh, Tom Brenneman interviews a bird. So, going to be interesting. Yeah, some very, uh, very good topics there. Uh, so we'll start off with the, uh, the Cavs and Celtics. Uh, I, I know I had to tune in late to the game. I, I probably picked up in the, maybe the, the, the late second quarter. Uh, <clears throat> but to me, it kind of looked like it was going to be a dominant Cleveland Cavaliers sweep. And then, you know, for some reason I stayed tuned in and all of a sudden, here comes the Celtics. Cut it within 10. Cut it within 5. Next thing you know, it's back and forth. Nail biter game going into the, uh, going into the fourth quarter. It ends up being a last second, uh, Avery shot to, at the buzzer to, to beat them. Um, so what, what are your all thoughts on the game? You guys got any comments about the game? What y'all think? Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it. We had a little graduation party going on for the eighth grader, now freshman. So, right, um, but right. man, it sounds like LeBron had a hell of a game. Not just that fourth quarter, but really the whole game. Finished him with eleven points. That's not good. Right. No. Yeah, that's no. just not more it, than uh, LeVar Ball. <laughs> 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 well, uh. Since you guys weren't really, um, I I didn't really talk to you guys at all last night during the game, but I did have a pretty good Facebook conversation going with RP3. Um, yeah, and exactly. we, he's like the, he's like the fourth member now. He don't even know. It. Yeah, yeah, and he's not even been on air yet. You know, uh, the he's whole, like our the silent time, partner. That's right. That's like uh, <laughs> he he's a. Uh, if it wasn't for the whole time crunch thing, uh, I know he's like just now getting off work, like right when we're starting. Like where he's at, it's like 3 p.m. Um, so we're, we're gonna get in the works. We're gonna do a Saturday or Sunday show and try to get RP3 on. Um, but we were having some great back and forth, uh, conversations. And one thing that, what, that he was, one thing that he was saying was, you know, um, well, I kind of brought it up. I liked how Olenek was playing last night, and he's saying, you know, hey, man, that's that's the kind of fire that that I'm talking about that you need to have in the playoffs. And, uh, I mean, they did. The, the Celtics sparked a, a big fire late and made that run and just never gave up. And like Hilly and I were kind of talking about before, you joined this perk. Um, Hilly, you want to go ahead and make your comment? And then I'll add in what I said, what you said about IT. Oh, talking about if he was, he came out and said if he was six four, he'd be the best player in the NBA. No, 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 no. I'm talking about what you said about your opinion about the the Celtics and without IT on the floor. Come on, get your shit together. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But 
I said uh, Isaiah Thomas, when he was on the bench, Boston was a better team last night. Yeah. And, and so what I was saying, they were talking about that somewhere too. Well, and what I was telling Hilly, you know, I kind of agreed with him, and it's it's not so much that I think that Boston's a better team because he's on not on the court. I think in this matchup, it's they're a better matchup for Cleveland when he's not out there because of his size. <clears throat> and then back to what Hilly said, his second point, where Thomas said. If he was six four, he'd be much better. Well, no shit. Everybody, if they had a couple of extra inches, yeah, would be six, better. I'm big man, so I'm right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right, but just with with the size of Cleveland's guards and what they can do, I just don't think that they're they're a good matchup with him, with how small and he is. Here's the thing you got to look at too. I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong. Somebody may need to fact check this, but did. Boston not set an NBA record last time for three pointers in the first half. Oh, I don't know about that. I it think could be. Boston, they shot the lights out, man. Like they're probably not gonna have another game like that. I don't think. And you're one of. I was talking to a guy at work today that was talking about. I said you guys gonna trade the first round pick for you know for somebody that can beat LeBron now. He's like, no, no, we're going to get somebody young. I said, okay. You get somebody young, then you're three to four years away from beating the Browns. Like, they're not going to beat. Last night was a fluke, and they're not going to beat the Cavs again. I can guarantee you that. Oh, no. And and I'm pretty sure we all said, you know, it was going to be Cleveland in five. I yeah, think we, we were all on. Yep. So, I mean, that the NBA definitely – I take – from what I take from that is they NBA, if it's rigged, definitely listens to sports and more with HTC, and they said, well, shit, these guys said it's going to be Cleveland and five. Let's go ahead and make it Cleveland and five. They're so. smart people. Yeah, yeah. So they they clearly listen to uh, to the podcast, and uh, that's that's all that's what that boils down to. But no, in, in all seriousness, like. Yeah, you're right. That was a fluke. Um, LeBron James is definitely not going to be held to 11 points again. Yeah, uh, it's like, all he did was piss him off. Like, way to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, they only need one more game. They're right. going to come out. They're going to, they're going to. Now he's going to drop 40 I'm, on your head. And be like, I'm going to 2-1 right now. Oh, that's that? right. That's right. Oh, you're right. I'm. I'm thinking of this uh this uh this San Antonio game that's going on right now. Um yeah, it, I mean they're they're not going to come out and just Boston's not going to come out and just roll over for these next two games, but I don't think I think LeBron comes out and stomps them for the next one. That's that's a for sure thing. Yeah, he ain't losing two at home. No. 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 You know with that being said, a dude like that, like, okay, he didn't play with a shit last night like he was tired, okay? I don't know how many times I kept hearing, well, the Browns come back in the game, you come back in the game. So the dude obviously wasn't 100%. So let's say, we're talking about conspiracies, let's say that the player says, I'll sit for this game because we know we're going to sweep these guys anyways, let's just make it five games. 
Because that is exactly what it looked like last time. Do you wear a tinfoil yeah. hat when you record this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, he, he's hiding up in the crawl space under his house. You like running your own website and have a cult and shit? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just in my attic doing this. I'm no, no spaceship can hear me. <laughs> but, but come on, man. You can't Next week, LeBron. he records from his underground bunkers. <laughs> you can't tell me that LeBron's not like, all right, we got these guys. They would have swept them in four if LeBron would not either A, been tired, or B, did not give a shit. Like, think about yeah. that. He was just toying with them. Like, Dancing around in the first game of the series, and I mean, look at that shit. You you know that the whole conspiracy about uh, presidents getting assassinated—how they they have the three names, you know, like John Wilkes Booth. So, is there a conspiracy against the West Hilly? You know, since both teams have three names: Golden State Warriors and San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> I don't know about that. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, there's there's uh, something going on, like like Perk said. You know, when he does start talking about conspiracies, I kind of hear a little bit of a hum in the background with the tinfoil hat and his little... His little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got the yeah, season like season collection of X Files. <laughs> Have you seen my state <laughs> It's possible. Yeah. So you're I saying think. there's a chance. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just the whole night watching that game, I was kind of like, like, okay, when's LeBron going to take over? And it never did happen, and I don't – it didn't look like anything spectacular to me on defense. So, I mean, that could kind of feed into your conspiracy theory, Hilly. You know, he was just, I don't want to take over the game, let somebody else do it, let these other dudes do it. I don't know. But, but you know, he's been known to do that, though. Yeah. You know, like getting the guys ready for Golden State. Yeah. It's you know, where you can tell he's just looking to pass and not, you know, he's looking to get other people involved. He's a smart guy. Right. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's what I'm, dude, that's what I'm thinking, man. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of. Think about this. Think about this. They were 2-0. So when has Boston's defense ever been able to stop LeBron in his head? Like, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So... It's like, here, okay, somebody else thinks we should, because I'm going to send this game outside the deal, and they got nobody. Right. I mean, that's what, it's not, I don't know, you talk about the whole wrestling thing and the coffee thing comes to mind, but <laughs> I think they play games, because that dude knows he's going to be playing Golden State. Like, no doubt he's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it brings up an interesting, interesting point and kind of plays into the whole conspiracy theory that you have to have. A, I think you have to have at least one conspiracy theory a week to make it 
to make it into the conspiracy theory fan club and get your your you know your decoder pin. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the next game, like we said, is going to be a blowout. Um, I think the game after that, maybe Boston makes a little bit of a run at him, but Cleveland's going to end up taking them taking them down in five. Sticking to that prediction. Now, one prediction that I don't look to stay stay with is Golden State in five because it looks like they're going to probably end up sweeping tonight. I think I took them in four, didn't I? Uh, sure. I ha- I think I had them in five. You're not keeping track of this year? I thought we'd bet oh. next weekend. Oh, yeah, I am. I got it on a big board. Just not with me right here on the couch. Oh, I got you. Not, not this yeah. weekend, but next weekend. Right. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't remember how we did on the on the hockey, but they're yeah. still playing hockey, right? Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't checked, so uh, I'm pretty sure they are. It's gotta be in the. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard it. You, I'm sure we would have seen it all over the internet that they. That's why wanted. we need a hockey guy. We need a hockey guy. That's why. We need a we need a baseball guy and a hockey guy. Yeah, the hockey guy is probably fired up because the team's in the stand like that, and we're like, man, I think it's over. Oh Perk, you got any other thoughts, comments, questions, concerns about the Cavs and Celtics? No, I mean they're gonna. It, it, I don't think Boston win another game. I think you're right. Yeah. Think, uh, it was a hiccup. Oh yeah, but I tell you what though that that Boston team looked pretty damn good last night. I I don't think yeah, whatever formula whatever formula they had, if they could replicate that and get LeBron to throw another game, you know. But I'll tell you what. One thing I did notice was at the end of that game that Brad Stevens drew up a play. And had one hell of a last second shot for Avery Bradley. And, uh, you can tell that that was, that was solid coaching right there. Had a great little pin down, pop off of a screen. It was a nice little play. I liked it. Worked so, out well. Yeah, I give that win to, uh, to Kelly Olenek and the fire that he brought and then the, the coaching down the stretch. Cause that was pretty good, pretty good play there at the end of the game. And I, I told RP3, I told him, I said, well before they went into the fourth quarter, I said, man, if Boston wants to win this, they got to do it in regulation because there ain't no way they're hanging with Cleveland for an overtime period. Because if that game goes into overtime, that's that's game over. Cleveland wins. Oh yeah, they didn't have enough shit left in the tank by no. two seconds on the clock. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, uh, you talked about we need a hockey guy, we need a baseball guy, and yeah. clearly, maybe one of us can be the, the IndyCar guy, and that moves us into our second point. Um, College fishing, what? 
Uh, no, IndyCar, the uh, IndyCar race driver, the Indy race car driver that was held at gunpoint at Taco Bell and robbed. What <laughs> have you guys heard about this? No. No, I have not. Alright. So, uh, he was at a Taco Bell drive-thru and was held at gunpoint by two teenagers. And, um, they, they, uh, they're saying that he's the race car driver at the pole position. He's the pole sitter right now. I was going to say, that's some big names. Yeah. Uh, so the Indianapolis 500 pole sitter Scott Dixon and former 500 champion Dario Franchetti were robbed by two teenagers. Uh, the drivers were waiting in the drive through line at Taco Bell. Uh, shortly after 9.40 p.m. Sunday when they were held up at gunpoint by two young males, according to the Indy Metro Police Department. Uh, they also say that Dixon's wife was uh, also a victim of this incident. That's crazy. But she was, but she was not at the in the vehicle at the time. Uh, her husband had her wallet, according to another IndyCar driver, so that's why she's a victim is because they took her wallet as well. And um, <clears throat> the detectives arrived at the scene, and they looked over their surveillance film, and they noticed a suspicious vehicle had been on the property before the robbery. And so they're coming off, and they're saying that uh, <clears throat> they tracked down the suspects, and they because these suspects attempted to run, but they were caught by the canine officer. Um, the two boys ended up being 14 and 15 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. They'd like drop oh. everything a robbery with a gun. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, graduation party goes goes a little haywire. <laughs> and uh, 14, 15-year-old Robin, the Indy car pole sitter at gunpoint at a Taco Bell. That's nuts. Yeah. Speaking now, of graduation not, party, a little shout out to Grandma and Grandpa Hill for making it uh, out of here safely. <laughs> Speaking of Indy car drivers. Right, it was like your monster <laughs> truck drivers. <laughs> Are you going to tell Hilly that story? Yeah, I'll hear it. Or yeah, all yeah, <laughs> It might be a final rundown, and then I'll tell you all fair. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah... <clears throat> So, um, I'm not 100% familiar with where 16th Street is in Indy, um, what kind of neighborhood it is, you know, but for these guys to to have the balls enough to do something, I mean, clearly, they probably had no clue who this dude was, you know, I mean, it's not like... Yeah, even after getting the credit card, they would still have no idea. I'd say they hard for some of those big ballers, dude. Yeah. Blame it on LeVar. Yep, exactly right. 
that is not. But I mean, but what what are the odds of it being those two though? You know what I mean? If I ever get arrested or in trouble for something and I have to make a statement to police, I'm just gonna blame it on the bar ball. <laughs> just tell them you needed a big baller brand shoes. Yeah, like I'm a big baller. I can't afford that. I have to go do something. Right. <clears throat> well, uh, hopefully you're not stupid enough to rob somebody at a Taco Bell. But, like, I wonder, like, you know, I mean, clearly, like what we're saying, 14, 15 year olds, they're not really the marketing for IndyCar, so they probably had no clue who these guys were. <laughs> but if somebody's going to Taco Bell, at 10 o'clock at night or whatever. Well, that's what I was going to say, though. Think about who it is. Like, that's a pretty famous... I mean, he's a famous race car driver. Uh, I'm sure he's pretty yeah. well off. And it's just funny to think about them cruising through a Taco Bell drive through at 9 o'clock at night. Right. Well, but, I mean... We go back to the hotel and room service. Right. You're right. That's crazy in its own. But on the flip side of that, if you're these kids, People coming through Taco Bell, what tacos are like sixty eight cents, sixty nine cents. It's not like somebody's <laughs> gonna have, you know, two three hundred dollars in their wallet when they go to Taco Bell. It's a bunch of drunk people going there. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's people that are, especially around the Indy 500 week. It's a bunch of drunk people from the infield that you know maybe have ten bucks. They're going to get a party pack of tacos. Like, what are you expecting to get from from Robin at Taco Bell at ten o'clock at night? Surprisingly, not a whole lot. If anything, these kids clearly don't know about the drunken munchies because you don't want to pick a fight at Taco Bell and try to take some drunk tacos because yeah, you're you liable to get with less than what you came with. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you, you come across some drunk that, that all he wants is his crunchy gordita supreme, and you're fucking with that. <laughs> That's what you're looking at dude and say, I hope you're a good shot, motherfucker. Because here we go. <laughs> yeah. Listen here, buddy. This is going to end in one of two ways. One of us is walking out of here in a body bag, and I'm eating tacos. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh. Yeah, I know that none of us really had a whole lot to report on that, but I definitely wanted to bring it up and and kind of kind of talk about it because it was so so crazy and and such a random thing to to happen this week, especially so close to the Indy 500. <laughs> so, you know, it's probably it's probably gonna get talked about tomorrow on Maxie's show because he's up there. They're up there in the oh yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch much of it, but uh, I do know that they're up there. I saw where he was uh, broadcasting live from on top of his um, his uh, RV or whatever. Yeah, that was. It's Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. They said they're doing a show on Facebook Live, but like that dude knows shit that happens in Indy before it happens in Indy. Like it's like, well, who the hell is telling you all this shit? <laughs> you know that's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. Did you um, see Dockage live from his house today? Huh? Yeah, he was 
doing a Facebook live from his house, and he had like some electrician guy in there because there's some in the house, and he had to get work done. And I don't know, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> he wants to jump on the uh, Facebook live train. Yeah, he's just doing it. You want? He'll let you comment on that one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Trying to yeah, get him to be a guest. Yeah, well, here, I'm going to tell you the truth. He said that. Email me on this email address. I type an email address, and it's like, this is not an email address. I was like, no. <laughs> He gave you a fake email account. Did you not hear him on that video? He's like, yeah, man, email me at a... Yeah. Cool book, Jimmy Jackson. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, this is legit, you know? Like, you fuckers. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like one of those uh, where uh, you think that you're getting the chick's number and it goes to a weird uh, voicemail and it ends up telling you you've been owned. <laughs> yeah, the, the number you dialed has been temporarily disconnected. Like, son of a bitch. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> I know that. None of us are really probably IndyCar experts, but have any of you ever been to the uh, the Indy 500 and camped out in the infield? I haven't no, camped out. I've been to the 500. No, I tell you been. what, I I I went three years in a row, and the the stuff that happens there, man, those Coca-Cola fields that they have, uh, where you can camp out next to the <clears throat> next to the track. There's some crazy crap that goes down there. Well, I can only imagine. What's that? Well, the snake pit is uh, the snake pit is the uh, um, the stage where they have the concert like carb night or carb day, whatever it is. So the snake pit's in the infield and it's kind of like just a, a concert stage where they have set up. Well, one year when I was there, they had um, uh, Kid Rock. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> but but the stuff that goes on in there, man, is crazy. <clears throat> um, they had a, a semi truck. Like I said, I stayed at the Coke Fields, which is next to the the uh, the Speedway. So I can't imagine what it's like on the infield camping all week. But um, at the Coke Fields, they have these tractor trailers that pull in, and they're like showers. And you, you, if you want to go in and take a shower, you got to pay a dollar, and you can go into this tractor trailer. And it's like, you know, like a kind of a locker room shower setup. You go in there, and you get five minutes for a dollar. <laughs> you go in there and shower. And it's that's just a crazy scene in itself. I mean, you know, people want. I heard to they recycled that water. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that, but I do know that. I do know that it just they filters uh, back through and comes back out to the next person. I do know that there are girls and guys that will team up to save a dollar, if you know what I'm saying, and. <laughs> So that gets pretty wild. Um, 
And then another night, there was a flatbed trailer pulled in, and we're sitting there drinking, and, you know, you got a little fire pit going, and all of a sudden this flatbed trailer pulls in, and it's got a, like, felt carpet on the flatbed trailer. And we're like, huh, that's interesting. Maybe it's going to be like a putt-putt golf kind of thing. All of a sudden, the guy comes out. There's a big hole in the middle of the trailer. I was like, hey, my theory about putt-putt golf is starting to kind of pan out. About ten minutes later, two guys come pulling out this real shiny silver pole. And we start looking around. We're like, huh, that's gonna, they're going to put that pole up there, and it's going to be a pole dancing stage. About ten minutes later, they anchored that bitch down, and yep, it was a big old pole dancing stage for amateur pole dancing. <clears throat> and uh, that stage got a little crazy too. So I, the things that happen at the Indy 500, man, it's crazy. Uh, it got to the point where I, I was too old to to fit into that crowd, and I was only 25, 26, whatever it was. So. Uh, yeah, it's, and you got to think, if you're in the infield in the Indy 500, like, ain't nobody going to jail. You know, <laughs> right. don't, don't tear this shit up and nobody's going to jail. So it's right. like, no shit's getting fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. There, There's other trucks that pull up and they have bars, um, like a like a full bar bolted down to the flatbed of the trailer. You just walk up and they give you syringe shots of anything you want. Like it's nuts, man. It's crazy. Shooting up the so, five hundred. Uh, huh? You were shooting no, up the five hundred. No, a syringe shot is like a. It's a. You know, like what you give a kid medicine with, like the little syringes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and you fill them up with liquor, and they shoot it down your throat. Like you don't even get a chance. Like it's just immediate injection into your mouth. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, Maxie and those guys, I'm sure they are, uh, they're pretty lit. They're pretty lit. Oh, yeah. More power to them. I yeah, couldn't well. do it anymore. <clears throat> not, not all week, anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, one day, maybe. And then yeah. take a week and a half to recover. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know much about the IndyCar driving, uh, other than it's a long race to go with your bad hangover on that Sunday. You either got to keep drinking or get out of there, because those cars are so loud. Not good for a hangover. I bet not. <clears throat> yeah. So that, that kind of concludes our... Uh, IndyCar segment. That moves us on to our third point. Now I'm I curious to guys, hear about this one because I have no, I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Well, this is going to be our baseball segment for the week. So Tom Brenneman uh, was uh, doing, I believe it was the Cincinnati Reds game. Yeah. Um, and he came back from commercial in the seventh inning uh, and he had a, a special guest that had showed up in his uh in his broadcast booth and it says uh Brennan conducted it conducted an impromptu Q and A with what appears to be a, mo- a morning dove. Someone pipes in the bird's supposed dialogue as well and that's fine. 
but frankly, the spectacle would have been more entertaining had Brenneman just interviewed the bird to silence, having a one-sided <laughs> conversation. So somebody has piped in uh, what the the bird's answering to his question. And, All right, I gotta Google this. <laughs> uh, right. But but yeah, like he he's asking the bird questions like, "Where are you from?" and how, you know, where did you come from? Like, it is hilarious. But, yeah, <clears throat> if you find it, Perk, we'll play it. But, <clears throat> like I said, some people, like, have redone the the video where the bird's, like, actually talking back to him. But, yeah, he, uh, so <laughs> that goes to show just oh, here how, here. okay, here we go. Can you hear it? I cannot. No. Yeah. And no there you go. Let's come up with three runs on a couple of home runs. So I'm assuming you're, you're a baseball fan. You maybe you've always wanted to come up to the broadcast booth. Nah, you call me the rally bird. <laughs> I'm the rally bird. Just chilling, just chilling. Are, are you getting along okay? Is that your spouse down there? Is everything okay at home? If you don't mind me asking. So yeah, so that just goes to show you that even the broadcasters find MLB baseball <laughs> boring whenever they start interviewing birds. That sums it up exactly. <laughs> yeah. So especially when the red friend first and now they're in what, third or fourth? I don't know. They they they're like twenty and twenty three or something like that. They now have a losing record. That's what I mean. Look how hot they started. And the, and the crazy thing about MLB baseball is we could not talk about baseball for 40 games and not miss a beat and jump back in. <laughs> in a couple of Might miss a couple of bean balls or a brawl, but that's about it. Or or somebody interviewing a bird. <laughs> yeah. True. I <laughs> So uh, that's our baseball segment for the week. But I also, you know, I saw that story this morning trending, and I thought <clears throat> we had to kind of talk about it and <laughs> touch base on how we're not the only ones that find baseball boring. Even the broadcasters are are looking for yeah. some form of entertainment. It's not even like it's in between innings, too. It's like during the game. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's like, oh, uh, ball one. Uh, so, uh, you and your wife having a spat? <laughs> but with, with that being said, you got to admit, it's a lot better to watch it in person than what it is. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I'll go to the baseball diamond, and I'll go up here to the bats, and I'll I'll watch five, six games throughout the season, and I'll have a blast. 
Uh, Parker, right. I know we took you guys to, to get, or you guys came down for a game <clears throat> or two. And yeah, you guys had time. a blast. Uh, you know, going up to Cincinnati or St. Louis or wherever, Chicago, I've been to all, all three of those stadiums. I love going and watching them. Yeah, don't get me wrong. That's a, that's a great time, but. Yeah, but yeah, man. Watching it on TV. Yeah, that's like nap time. Dude, I've been talking yeah. a lot. That's why. Yeah. So, yeah, unless I'm at the game or, you know, maybe there's a tight game or something between. Now, I'll, I'll try to watch when the, when the Reds play the Cubs just cause I like, I like seeing Schwarber and, uh, kinda like the Reds. See if they can pull out of that cause they usually, the Cubs fans try to talk shit if they beat us, but. Right. So I'll watch games but like that, but what's that? You, Schwarber, you're talking about Schwarber. Dude, he has got to be, if not the best, one of the best to come out of IU. That dude is tough, man. He can hit the shit well, out of the Well, the thing about Schwarber is he was a catcher in in college. and Yeah. <clears throat> So they're they're tr- they're trying to you know use him more often and, and put him out in the outfield, and then you know people started saying, oh man, he sucks in the outfield. And the dude like took it as a personal challenge. He's like, oh yeah, you think I suck in it? Like, and then the dude starts just like balling out in in the outfield. That's what. And I'm he's doing. making yeah, he's making these crazy catches and make like being a hell of a defensive presence out there. So he's probably got one of the best, if not the best, catch of the year already. They're not even halfway right, through. Right. You know what I mean? Like fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he he definitely is not only is he a hell of a batter, but he's taken it to be his own little personal challenge to kinda show up well, critics. If you remember right, he collided with uh oh what's his name last year Shattered his knee, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. the dude's hungry. You know what I mean? You know he's wanting to prove right. himself. So, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. Coming off a knee surgery and playing like that, that dude's a beast. Right, yeah. So, <clears throat> I, I love watching Schwarber. Um, I know we've talked about Billy Hamilton, how quick he is. And, yeah. And, I mean, there's some... There's some people that that you know, the big names. You you kind of like to see, and, and nothing else. Just kind of watch their their highlights and shit on the on ESPN or whatever form of entertainment you get for your sports. But I do like watching, at least keeping up with it. But to sit through more than one game and it's on watching it on TV, it's tough for me. It's tough. But um, yeah. Unless you guys got anything else to add on interviewing uh, birds or baseball, then uh, I'd like to kind of transition into an, another thing that I've got going on here. Um, I stumbled across this article today, and it was it was called "Where Did They Finish?" And I've got let's see here one two three four five six seven eight. I got eight. NBA uh, stars that have retired from the NBA. And I'm going to ask each one of you where 
they ended their career? Where did they finish their or play their last game in the NBA? All right, huh, you guys understand the rules clearly. Okay, I'm gonna give you the NBA player's name. You're gonna tell me what team they played their last NBA game with. So, right. how do we do this? Do we rotate going first, or what? Or we both give an answer. You tell us if we're right. So, so yeah, I'll go. Like, I'll say, Perk, give me your answer first, and then Hilly, and then I'll tell you what the correct answer was. And then next, we'll let Hilly go first, and then when when you both answer, I'll tell you the correct answer. Oh shit! Uh, what's the rule? Say again. Say again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm. I'm going to give you an NBA player, and you're okay. going to tell me what team he last played for before he retired. Not the team that he drafted from, not the team he played the majority of his career with, the last team last he team. played for. Gotcha. And gotcha. Perk will go first, then you'll go, and then I'll tell you the answer, and then on the next one you can go first, and then Perk will go. All, All right. right. We'll start. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the first one, we'll, we'll start with some easy ones. And... um. Perks, we'll start with you. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, um, was, it, was it the Celtics or the Bulls? You get one Bulls. choice. Okay, you're um, going with Bulls. Uh, Which one are you going with? Let's go Celtics. All right, Hilly, Shaquille O'Neal, last team he played for. Uh, Lakers. Huh? Lakers, L.A.? Lakers? Okay, so Park, you said Celtics. Hilly, you said Lakers. Yeah. It is the Boston Celtics. Bam! So what was it? It was the second dude's last team? Huh? That was the second team, wasn't it? The Lakers? Uh, no, he he played like was it? Uh, he played with with Kobe and all this. He went. He, he got drafted by Orlando. Oh, and then, then he went the to Heat, L.A. And then he went Celt- to Miami. Yeah, and then, and then he went uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, like he's been all over. He bounced, yeah, he bounced around for a while. Damn, I'm way behind. I thought it was that. That's all our. I don't even follow the NBA that much. I don't think I'll right. be at the Lakers when he retired. All right, so here's All right. the next one. This ought to be an easy one, Hilly. All right. Michael Jordan. Ooh, wasn't it the Wizards? Hurt. I'll go Wizards. It was the Wizards. Uh, oh, yeah. I know that he, he went to the Bobcats. Uh, and then finished his career at the Wizards. Yeah. All right. Perk. Which he, he owns the Bobcats now, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Or he's at least part owner. All right. Perk, next one. Allen Iverson. <laughs> Holy shit. I think he was in Philly the whole time, wasn't he? I'm going Philly. All right, Hilly. Ah. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll go with Philly too, but I'm thinking there was one team after them. I could be wrong. All right, he did finish his career at the 76ers, but Hilly, you are right. He did leave and then came back and finished out his career at the 76ers. Yeah, Where'd he go? He did. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I think it was the Grizzlies. I don't know. I could be wrong. I didn't look up all the where all they went, just where they ended their careers. Right. Dude, but for some reason, the ball worth a shit right now. He won't go in. Not when yeah, they're that chucking it up from the AT&T Center sign. Yeah, they suck, It's, it's like, it's sloppy right now. Like, both teams are sloppy right now. Yeah. It got chippy earlier. Hasn't it always gotten chippy? Like, every game? Ooh. Nailed it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, who's up first? Perk? No. Perk. Uh, yeah. Philly is. Philly. All right. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Ah, Thomas Paces. I know that's wrong. The what? I can't think of you. Oh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce is uh, went to Boston. He's the one that got on the trade, wasn't he? I think so you're going with Boston. Yeah. All right, Perk. Uh, I think he. I think he did go back to Boston. He was in New Jersey, but I think he went back to Boston his last year. All right, so you're both staying Boston. Yep. Clippers. Really? Oh, I knew that dude went somewhere. I didn't know. He he did go. He went he went from Boston to Brooklyn in that trade, um, but yeah, he did I didn't not realize stay in Clippers. Brooklyn. Yeah, he went. He went to the Clippers after Brooklyn. Realized he was not going to get a ring in Brooklyn. <laughs> right. so he tried to go get one at the Clippers. All right, uh, Perk. I guess it's your turn. Whose turn is it? Yeah. I'm losing track of this. All right, Perk. Kevin Garnett. New Jersey, Brooklyn, Philly. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brooklyn, but, yeah, I'll go with that. But I was thinking this. Cheater. Yeah, no, I'll go with Brooklyn. I'm telling you. I don't know what he was, but. He actually went back to the He didn't go back to Minnesota, did he? Yes, he did. He went back to Minnesota. That's what I was going to say. Was he a Timberwolf before he left? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he was a a Timberwolf, then he went to Boston, then he went to Brooklyn, and then he went back to Boston. All right, this next one This next one might be a little difficult. Um, the next two, I think, are going to be tough, but you should at least n- know of them. All right, so the the next one is, and this one's Hilly's, I think, Darius Miles. Good God. I don't <laughs> even know what team he was. I don't know any teams he was on. <laughs> That's what I said. This one's going to be a little tough. Can you give us Eastern or Western Conference? Yeah, at least. Western. Western Conference. I'm going to say the Spurs, and I have no idea. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. I'm going to change it now. Uh, Phoenix Suns. Memphis Grizzlies. No, oh, that was my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing I remember Darius Miles from is uh, the movie Van Wilder. 
he was on the basketball team that uh, when Van Wilder comes in and the coach is deaf and giving that speech, and he's like, the coach is like, I'm so lucky that I'm deaf so I can't hear the booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I know Terry. They're struggling right now. They're yeah, it's not looking good. Dude, it was just an eight-point game. It was 32-40 to 40 while ago. Yeah, not anymore. Right when I said it was sloppy. Yep. All right, hey, last two. Brick three. All right, last two. Here we go. Uh, I think it's what? Hilly's turn? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. All right. Chris Weber. Say that again. Chris Weber. Uh, we get Ether and Wecker on this one, too? <laughs> <laughs> I've got an idea. I have no idea. I'm going to say the Chicago Bulls. I, that's just a guess. I'm going to say right. Golden State. It was Golden State. Damn. It was Golden State. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. Take that, Hill. I don't know. Damn it. Last one. And remember, this is teams that they played for, not coached. Jason Kidd. Uh, he was a Boston, wasn't he? Uh, I'm going to say Dallas. All right. It was actually the Knicks. Damn. The last team he played for was the Knicks. Now... You guys did pretty well on that. Green jersey. Wasn't he in a Boston jersey at the end, though? I don't know. Towards the end of some of these guys' careers, they were traded all over the place. That's what I mean, yeah. I think I I only got three of these right whenever I took the quiz. So I I know I got the the Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, and um, Kevin Garnett. How'd I do? Uh, I don't keep track. We'll listen to it, and I'll keep track. You can keep track on the <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> when we listen. You're supposed to be keeping track of this stuff. It was your game. Oh yeah, I mean I kept track of it. You won. <laughs> Whatever. Or <laughs> <I wanna> recount. <laughs> we'll we, we'll uh we'll recount it in the morning when this shit drops. Uh, I'll text you at four o'clock when I get up. I'm like, yep. Perfectly one. Yeah. Because of weight. But, um, yeah, I mean, shit, some of these guys, I was like, I don't remember them playing for them, but that's where they closed out their careers. So, uh. That's where their cookie crumbled. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. But, yeah, that, that little article popped up on my, uh, on my news feed, and I was like, huh, that's not, not too bad. I want to kind of check that out. So, um, that's something that I wanted to to bring into the segment tonight, um, and not to not to freaking hog up the 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 podcast, but I did drop another poll on Sports and More, and I tagged you guys in it. I'm I'm assuming you guys voted, but um, this one shouldn't oh, take yeah. much. Yeah, this shouldn't take much time, but I I just. Well, I'll tell you why I why I even did this. But the poll was 
who's in an NBA uniform first? And the choices were Bryce Alford or James Blackman Jr. And it was a pretty much a landslide, James Blackman Jr. 75% to 25% oh. voted. I just voted. Really? <laughs> nope. Uh, but it was uh, 75 James Blackman Jr. to 25 Bryce Alford. And the reason that I even brought that up is because I didn't even know Bryce Alford was, you know, interviewing with teams and, and working out with teams. Well, yeah, he set a three-pointer record last year. But, yeah, so I saw that article where where he was interviewing and working out with teams. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I kind of thought, I think he would be a better draft pick all-around player than James Blackman. But the way the NBA set up, I had to vote with Blackman just because I think that um, – I think that somebody's going to go out on a limb and and take Blackman just because of his ability to shoot the ball. Yeah, and, like who? Who? Mark Cuban? I mean, come yeah. on, ain't nobody drafting him. Ain't no way. Yeah. Well, it, like I said, it's it's. I didn't put on there who's going to get drafted higher. I put on who's going to be an NBA uniform first. Um, yeah. And now I I do know that they. I'm pretty sure that they both worked out for the Pacers today. They both worked out for the Pacers today. So they weren't or, just or working it, out for LA, and that's it. Well, <laughs> did you did you hear? My son's working out for LA. Like, right, and that's it. I ain't working out for nobody. It's like, are you the biggest dumbass in the world, or are you the biggest right. dumbass in the world? <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, I hate that dude. Yeah, that's so, but. He he was working out with the Pacers, and he was being interviewed, and he actually said LeVar was w- one of the best teammates he's ever had. Like, first of all, dude threw you under the bus and said, we would have went further if we didn't have these slow white boys. And then here, you're going to come out and, and protect your boy and be like, oh, yeah, he's one of the best teammates I ever had. Like, I... I was kind of, I was kind of set back by that that comment, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. But I, I just kind of brought that up, thought maybe we'd talk about a little bit who you guys thought, who you voted for, what your thoughts were on it, and um, who you think will be in an NBA uniform first. So Hilly, uh, we know you said your 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 vote was um, offered. Let's hear let's hear your reason. Well, I mean, the dude broke the three point record the UCLA three point shooting record. Whatever it was. The dude okay, the only thing he's got going against him is he's one inch shorter than Blackman. So to me, Blackman's lazy and we know who this dude's dad is. It's like the dude's gonna play and he's gonna be a player, especially if he shoots like that. He reminds me of another JJ Reddick, is what he reminds me of. And Blackman is nowhere near close to ever being in a jersey. Unless Mark Cuban comes knocking on his door. <laughs> Alright, Park, who'd you vote for? That was a tough one. Um 
I see both of your guys' points on that. Um, I, I kind of agree with what you said, T, when you said the structure of the NBA. Unfortunately, that's kind of what it is. Um, and then Hilly, you know, I think one of you said he offers a better all-around player. But for the college game, yes. For the NBA game, does that necessarily translate? And what the you know teams are looking for. So, unfortunately, not really unfortunately, but I just don't really care for him. But I think it's probably going to be Blackman. But right. I honestly don't think either one of them will make it. So I'm right. I think it's a, I think it's a coin flip, like head and tail, dude. Because I think they're both the same player, but I'm with you. Or I'm with what I said is is, is all for them. Can either of them guard anybody in the NBA game, too? That's why I'm giving Alford the benefit of the doubt, because I think it's the in-play defense. I just got to see Blackman play black there. Uh, <laughs> right. You've got to think he's an Alford, man. He's going to play defense. I mean, you've got to think that, you know. Well, I I like that poll. Uh, kind of got us thinking about the draft. Uh, I know it's kind of... That the build-up to the lottery is kind of a big deal, um, and then and then it's kind of dead period until the end of the playoffs or whatever. Um, but I know we we hit on it last week uh, where uh, Rob Johnson was, you know, his dad was saying he's coming back. He was saying he didn't know for sure what he was gonna do, um, but he did tweet out today that he's coming back to IU for his fourth season. So, yeah, that is. Yeah. So, we do have that. uh, Smart move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all kind of already touched on that and and gave our thoughts from from last week, but just to kind of clarify and, and, uh, you know, get it, get it in. 100% 100% he is coming back. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. He wasn't going anywhere. He knows that he probably won't go anywhere next year, you know, NBA-wise. Unless he has a hell of a year. I mean, yeah, you know, you got to – he does have a whole nother season to play. Yeah. He's got a lot of room to improve, and it's, he's getting a good situation for it, I think. Yeah. Well, he's got to be a better right. player than he was last year. I know that. If he's going to make any noise. Right. Right. But it is what it is. I think it helps uh, use roster out. I mean, he's a great college player. Um, is he going to be a NBA lottery pick? Doubt it. But, hey, we never know what, what could happen. I mean, you know, he could come out first few games and just, you know, throw us all off guard. Yeah, that'd be great. And a good one. Yeah, shit. Um, I'm all yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that, boys, that kind of, that's kind of all I got tonight, other than my, my sports blog, and I'll do that after you all do your stuff. Um, Hilly, did you have a, a high time with Hilly for us tonight? Well, I did, but I think I want to save it for Thursday night, because it's probably going to be a stay until midnight type of topic again. 
I'm not doing it tonight. So. I am. I'm going to save it for Thursday when we can actually stay up and uh, All right. adjust the situation. It's a two-parter, so we got to work on the second part. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Park, uh, do you have any what's popping with Park people? Yeah, I got a couple. All right, week on here's what's popping with perk found some little tidbits of funny information that we'll go over and see if we can make you guys laugh a little bit <laughs> maybe we won't hear cricket chirping on the first <laughs> let's hope not because babies are okay if you're into alarm clocks that poop <laughs> Uh, I think you, you totally redeemed yourself on that one. That's well, it makes it official. The world is a clogged toilet at a truck stop. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, if I'm sitting at a stoplight honking, is it going to make me send this tweet any faster? <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the only difference between eating McDonald's from a dumpster and McDonald's from the restaurant Dollar ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, two raccoons reach into a moonlight bag of trash. A moment. Their paws meet. They lock eyes. They hiss and scratch the shit out of each other. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My wife thought it would be cute to take a shower with our toddler, and now there's poop in the tub, and everyone is screaming... <laughs> Damn it, after 20 minutes trying to get my girlfriend's brawl off, I just had to give up. I wish I never put that shit on in the first place. <laughs> That's what's yeah. popping with Perk, people. <laughs> oh, shit. Take that, crickets. Yeah, you, you definitely did some... Uh, some planning and research on that one. There you go. Give better. a little flow. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Never really gave us a chance to to give you the crickets. <sighs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be plenty more opportunities. Yeah, just not in that run run through. Yeah. All right. So uh, that brings us into our local sports blog. With you guys. All right, in 111 days, the Colts kick off with the Rams. Are they the LA Rams now? Sure, whatever. Doesn't really matter to me. So, anyway, why not get a little excited about some of the changes made so far? Now, we know a few big changes right off the bat. We know punter Pat McAfee won't be out there for us this year. Have no clue who's filling his spot. I hate to see him go, but I love to hear him twice a week, that's for sure. 
I know we will truly miss Robert Mathis and Joe Rice as well. However, the youth and athleticism that is beginning to shape up the defense is a little exciting. We knew, we know Ballard is going with a new way of thinking on the defensive side of the ball. I like it. We're starting to look, well, at least based on what I've heard and seen in film, we're starting to look quicker and a tad smarter on the front line and better equipped to stop the run. We're going to be a team that can pressure from the corners and then snipe out of the backfield. One guy I'm excited to see out there is Malik Hooker. It's quoted his anticipation and awareness is off the charts. Being compared to the closest thing to Ed Reed just gives me chills thinking about it. Team that up with a QB who's grounded, hardworking, talented, and has a desire to be the greatest. You can only think that that's enough to make those 111 days seem like forever away. I know it will be here before you know it, but I wanted to take a moment to remind you guys how excited we need to be. Now let's sit back, relax, open a beer, and enjoy the summer weather. Perk, did you ever find out if goldfish can play baseball? <laughs> and that's the local sports blog with tea bags. No, but I've almost got a full team now. We got four. Oh, oh man, they, was your was your goldfish pregnant, or you just got no, more? Someone had okay. to take the fish from school, so uh, me again was that lucky recipient. Gotcha. I know we hadn't touched on the Colts in a in a while, so I wanted to. Uh, yeah, it has been a while. Kind of bring that up. And it's too long, know. man. Colts are they're fucking jacked, man. Yeah. You've been watching that. I'm with you. That Malik Hooker video I tagged you guys in. Like, yeah. I don't ever remember that dude playing at Ohio State, and obviously, like tore it up in the quiet ways. You know what? Right. Right. Well, you know, I mean, if he was that good and people knew about him, then you're not going to come across the middle with a pass to get it sniped out of the air like that. Right. And, you know, I, I've been reading that we've got a, a decent uh, – because, let's see, Malik Hooker, he's a, he's a safety, right? Safety, yeah. Yeah, and we've got another cornerback that – we can team up on the opposite side of Vontae Davis that's supposed to be, with him and Vontae, both of them being able to rush the the corners, they're supposed to be just phenomenal. I can't remember the dude's name. I didn't write it down but because uh, I didn't know much about him. But they were saying teaming him up with Vontae on the, on the opposite side is just going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. After watching his videos, but yeah, I'm, so I, I'm excited. Yeah, what to do on Yeah, yeah, and I mean, clearly Ballard's got a got a mindset of, hey, listen, it's not, it wasn't working for us on defense, so let's make some shit up, and and I like that, you know. I mean, clearly that's that's been our downfall. I mean, ever since we what ever, probably won the Super Bowl. Yeah. We've had that kind of hanging over our head, like, well, we need a defense. We need a defense. And, you know, finally we're starting to make some changes and and fill some of those gaps with some of these guys that are a little bit more athletic and, and smart about it. I'm excited to see what kind of product we put on the field in 111 days. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, who was that, uh, who was that long snapper they got rid of? Uh, what the hell is his name? You know who I'm talking about? One of McAfee's buddies. Oh, uh, long snapper? Yeah, what was his name? Um, Snow? No. No, I can't remember. Justin? Justin, Justin Snow, Snow? Right? <laughs> Justin Scott? <laughs> no, I think I it was know. Snow. No, I'll find it here in a minute. I don't think it's right. But I think it was, what, like, number 54? What, anyway, you got to think that Ballard's coming into this being like, okay, why are we paying so much for this type of player? Like, let's cut some fat here on the, you know, so we can spend money on the defensive side. Now, I love it, dude. I think the draft was a, uh, a big win. Well, I agree with you in, in part on that because, you know, I mean, there's some guys that we're, we were paying them just to be loyal to them, just to be like, hey, you know, you've been doing your job for five, six, seven years. Like, let's give you a little bit of extra money. But at the same time, you know, Ballard comes in. He doesn't have those ties with those guys. And he's like, hey, listen, he's not doing anything spectacular. He's just doing his job. Let's get a rookie or a one- or two-year guy in here that can do it for – you know, three-fourths the cost, and we right. don't lose anything. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. And the dude's name was Matt Overton. Okay. Overton. I think Justin Stone was our old long snapper. May have been. But this dude, he was either uh, he was either McAfee's long snapper uh, when they punted, or he was his fullback type deal that stood back there. I, don't, I forget which one, but anyway, like, and I like that dude because of what he did in the community, but it's like, hey man, we gotta we gotta spend less money right here. Sorry, hey to you. Right, right. And he, that dude will end up somewhere, but yeah, you're right. And he might end up somewhere for for less money than what he's making, but at the same time, right. You know, it, it's, it's, you, you got to do whatever you get paid is not a bad living. Right, right, right. Well, it says right here on his. Uh, on his Twitter account, he's been in Arizona over the weekend doing whatever. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's wrong. not. I'm sure he's not hurting by any means. No. Just a little change of lifestyle intact, I'm sure. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm sure he'll get picked up by somebody. Right. So yeah, I just <clears throat> wanted to. uh Touch base on the on the Colts and mind you, the guys, 111 days, not too far away. Yeah, that's exactly right. There, I just but, tweeted but that video. If you guys watch that video, like you're not okay. doing that shit unless you're getting her to get picked up by a team. Like, right, right. You know what I, I mean? But my thing was, everybody was pissed. Like, oh, you got rid of Matt Overton, blah blah blah. He was this on Twitter, but like, okay. Do you want to protect Luck and keep your fucking offense off the field, or do you want to keep that dude that snaps the ball? Like, come on. Right. I got watch, you. Watch, That's why they call it a business. Yeah, that's exactly right. Watch that video, though. Like, you know, the dude. The target practice, I got you. Yeah. I got you, got you. All right, boys. Well, <clears throat> if you don't have anything to, uh, to add to – Talking about the Colts, then we can move on into our uh, our final thoughts here. Sounds good. 
All right. Uh, Perk, since you won the where did mm-hmm. they finish, you that get to go finish. first. <laughs> My final thought is if you're going to have a gathering of family members at a party and your grandparents drive down, offer to park the car for them as soon as they pull in. <laughs> and don't have your 14-year-old son direct them to pull on the carport because <laughs> you might be missing a um, big old wooden plank that's holding the carport up. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely had to be a little scary. Her old, uh, old family members. They were shaking. Uh, they were oh, shaking yeah. up, I'll tell you that. I bet that was, was a silent drive home. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alright, Hilly, final thoughts. Final thoughts, uh, boys, we're two weeks away from, uh, being in, uh, Jeffersonville, all four of us together, including Cookie. So it's worth knowing yep. what's going to happen in uh, two weeks. You know, we we might just have to uh, to do a Facebook live as well. From oh, our, yeah. uh, that'd be great. That would from be our uh, Facebook account. <laughs> just because we can watch it the, the next day and be like, oh. yeah, yeah, we uh we might uh, record and do a Facebook live. Uh, so that that ought to be that'll be an interesting uh, interesting evening, I'm sure. Maybe maybe a lot of giggling and cackling like our last Saturday episode. <laughs> I guarantee it. No, just don't be. If you're listening, don't be expecting a three point rundown in two weeks. You just sit back <laughs> and grow a beer. <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe maybe we can coordinate to get RP3 on that night. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a weekend. Yeah. He's our fourth member. You don't even know it. You gotta tell him. Dude, you guys see all this shit that's going on in Manchester? Yeah, at the Ariana Grande concert. Crazy, man. What is it? There was a suicide bomber that set something off at an Ariana Grande concert. What? Nineteen killed, fifty injured. Yeah, last I heard it was. Huh? Was it overseas or was it? Yeah, Manchester. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the. I haven't heard about it. Were you gonna say the soccer team? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, okay, what? My bomb the soccer team or what? You were thinking Manchester United. Yeah, I was sitting here watching ESPN, but I'm like, oh, I don't hear shit about it. I'm like, what's up? Well, it was at their stadium, I do believe, right? Yeah, it's at some stadium. I don't know if it's indoor or outdoor. Is it? A, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Dude, it's I don't a, know. It's but a, somebody needs to wipe these fuckers off the face of the earth. Like, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, Time to just go clean house and uh, as racist as that sounds, but 
I don't know. I know there's innocent people, but man, they can't keep doing this shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that's a that's a concert that has a lot of kids at it. Right, you know, Ariana Grande. Yeah, like you're not. That that's not a political stage. It's just right. idiots. And granted, this is in you know Manchester in the UK. You know, it's not like it's they're 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 terrorizing. The U, just the U.S. anymore. Like, it's starting to get out of hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck, man? What are we waiting on? Well, give, uh, give all these people that are going through this right now a little five seconds of silence, what do you say? Yeah. Crazy stuff. All right. I got kids yeah. that would go to a concert like that, you know. And exactly. Out. Well, man, I I hate to to be a a downer, but um, speaking of kids, there was a kid here in Louisville, Kentucky, and it, this gives me goosebumps and chills thinking about it. And I'll tell you guys this right now: if this ever happens to me, you you might as well just figure out how to get to the the the, the local prison. Because there was a seven-year-old kid sitting at his kitchen table having a snack Sunday night. And there was an argument behind their his house. And they busted out guns. And uh, a bullet came through the window and shot and killed a seven-year-old kid that was innocent, just sitting at his kitchen table having a snack. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Killed him. Wow. So, yeah. And that's what I'm saying, man. That... You might as well lock me up because I'm going out after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's crazy. There's some crazy shit going on everywhere. So yeah, just I know we we like to have a good time and we like to to you know kind of joke around and have fun, but you you got to grab your love your loved ones and hold them a little tight tonight and and every night because. You never know what's gonna happen, man. Shit's crazy. Shit's crazy. Yep, that's exactly right. So, um, I was uh, gonna have a uh, a little funny uh, final thought, and I think after some some deep shit like that, I need to go back to my funny final thought. And I'm about to tweet you guys a video. It's a little five-second video. And uh, it goes along with my final thought. <laughs> my final thought is, and you all have seen it, the the yoga balls where everybody goes up and they bounce their, their yoga balls against each other thinking, oh, one of us is going to go flying back. So my <laughs> final thought is girls. Please stop thinking you can yoga ball bounce off of a man because it never <laughs> ends well for you. Oh, shit. And if you just, if you thought that final thought was funny, go follow us on Twitter. Uh, uh, you, you know, you can follow, um, you can follow me. I'm at teabag72684. We got at perk zero thirty four all spelled out perk zero and then the number thirty four and then we have uh 
the sports and more Twitter is sports more WHTC. Go check us out. Go follow us. Uh, go leave us some comments. Vote on our polls. Uh, do what you got to do to interact with us. You know, we, we love hearing from you guys. And, uh, if nothing else, go check out that video of the chick trying to bounce the balls with the dude. And so my final thought is girls quit doing it because it never ends well for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's our final thought. Uh, we, we wrapped this episode up kind of, kind of short. Um, but let's, uh, Tilly's gotta get up early. Up. That's yeah, right. that's right. We all five, That's right. We're all gonna get a phone call. But let's keep our <laughs> hilly high, our perk popping, our tea bag full, and your beer cold. Alright, dude. Turn it off. I'm gonna hang up. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Alright.